today you are going to get me a bit raw and unpolished. These last few weeks since I started podcasting, I guess it's been a month now, time flies, my emotions have been all over. Sometimes I think I'm not doing enough for the cause. I need to do more. Then other times I think, why am I doing this? Who's going to listen to little old me? I'm no expert. So today I am talking about the downs in life, the bottom of the cycle, the pit of despair. I'm quoting the Princess Bride mostly jokingly, but when you fall into that pit or slowly slide into it, it really does feel like the pit of despair, where you feel unhappy and you don't think you'll ever feel different, and you aren't even sure if you want to. The pit where you can no longer see the point. Why? Why go to work? Why cook dinner? Why even care? I'm talking about this because I'm feeling it. I'm not all the way there. I didn't fall in like I sometimes have where I'm just standing up in the sun thinking I'm not anywhere near where I can fall and then without even knowing why I'm falling and I reach out my hand here or there and I can't grab anything and I fall to the bottom where sometimes someone helps me begin to climb up, sometimes time helps and sometimes I'm able to get a grip and begin to climb. No, this time it's like I'm standing on a slow mudslide. At first I couldn't even tell I was moving. But now I am aware, I am slowly inching down. And when I think about it, even just thinking about it, I can pick up one of my feet and move it closer to solid ground, but somehow I'm still inching towards the pit. But I hate the pit. Honestly, I'm scared of the pit, and I want more than anything to avoid it. So how do we handle it? How do we make it back to the upside, back to ourselves? How do we climb out of that dark pit, whether it's from all the way at the bottom or from the mudslide running down the side? I don't have solid answers for you today, but I have experience. I have ideas. Some will help, and some will help at different times with different people. If you find yourself anywhere in the pit, try the ones you think will help. If they don't work, try the ones you don't think will help. I've had success trying both. So I think the first thing that is important is to be able to label it, to know what it is and what it isn't. It is depression. It is not you. It is not going to last and it is not real. Your pain is very real and your feelings are real, but they come from distorted thoughts. If you're able to do nothing else than to tell yourself these thoughts and believe them, you're off to a good start. But if you're all the way at the bottom of the pit, this alone won't get you out. It will plant the seed that gets things moving in the right direction. Just writing those words down just now helped me and reminded me of their truth and the hope that they bring. Something that is important in how we talk about depression is the use of the words I am. So here's the thing. Last time I talked about the word should. I have realized little, seemingly insignificant words can actually be a bigger deal than they seem. And changing them, or the way we use them, can make a huge difference. So this might not seem like a big deal, but it is. I was listening to a friend speak once, And she said the brain processes the words I am as permanent, part of who we are, but the words I feel as temporary or changing, like feelings or moods do. She said to write down an I am list and to not ever say any negative I am's about ourselves. So you could say I am strong or I feel weak. I am important or I feel insignificant. This way your brain takes the I am and accepts it as permanent, but the I feels can change. It seems like a small thing, but please, please don't ever say, I am depressed. You are not the depression. It is not you. The sooner that you accept that fact, the sooner you can begin to find yourself again and make your way out of that pit. 
I looked to see if I could find my original I am list, but I couldn't. Here's what I know today. I am a child of God. I am strong. I am a friend. That was important for me to write down because when I did, I realized that means I have friends. I am unique. Tried to write I am special, but my brain isn't in a place where it wants to accept that. So unique will have to do for now. I am a mother. I am an artist. I love to create. I feel tired. I feel despondent, just a lack of desire. I feel exhausted and heavy. Just writing it out like that made me think about it. Well, actually, those are all thoughts that I already had but didn't realize, thoughts that were part of my internal dialogue, but now I am aware of them. And writing the I am empowered me. And writing the negative as I feel allowed me to see that those are changing things and not part of who I am. So how do we get out of the pit? First suggestion, label what is happening and label your feelings. If you can, write them down. I know it can seem like work. Trust me, I know. But it is so, so helpful to write. Second suggestion, if you can make a connection, it can be with a person, an animal, with nature, with a spirit, however you are able. This will help you rewire your brain and hopefully get you to a place where you can work it out. I have tons of connection outlets, but they can be put into three categories. One is spiritual connection. Prayer and or meditation is a great way to connect. I personally connect with God, which is why I mentioned connecting with a spirit. Pouring my heart out in prayer where I can lay it all out there and turn it over to my maker. The second we'll call social connection. When you connect with a friend for the social aspect and not to discuss depression or your current feelings. This looks like the, like the phrase, fake it till you make it. Its purpose is really to lift you just enough to get you to a place where you can look at what is going on and sort it all out. For me, I go out with friends and just hang out. The third we'll call therapy connection. This is when you're in a state of mind that with the right person, you can sort out your feelings and thoughts by talking it out. For this, I use my sister. She has also struggled with depression on and off. She gets me. She gets depression and she loves me. I know that I can say whatever and she will listen with love and understanding. Sometimes I'm too low to call her for my connection. Sometimes I text her. Sometimes I avoid all connection and wallow in my depression until connection finds me. But usually I go to her at some point to sort it all out. Brene Brown talked about having a person to share our stories with in one of her books. She said, Our stories are not meant for everyone. Hearing them is a privilege, and we should ask ourselves this before we share. Who has earned the right to hear my story? If we have one or two people in our lives who can sit with us and hold space for our stories and love us for our strengths and struggles, we are incredibly lucky. We don't need love and belonging and story catching from everyone in our lives, but we need it from at least one person. If you're hearing this and you've been thinking of who your person is, make sure you tell them, thank you. Acknowledge the connection you have with them. If you've been listening and thinking, I don't have that someone, then reach out to me. I will be that someone. I will hold space for your thoughts and feelings, space for your, I need to figure this out times. And if you don't have someone and you aren't in a place where you feel you can reach out to me, try writing it down. Talk to yourself in your writing. This helps so much. It helps you release and helps you figure it all out. It helps later when you read it and see that it didn't stay that way. And it helps sort out the distortions. They are harder to write down than to just think. When I was looking for my I am list just now, I found a time when I was in the pit all the way at the bottom. And I wrote to myself, I'm going to share part of it now to show you 
that if you feel depression, you are not alone. I'm going to allow you to be present in my darkness so you can see that others really experience the darkness and you can see the hope that there is light on the other side. Here is what I wrote. Here it is. Everything I'm trying unsuccessfully not to think. I'm sitting here in my mostly clean, very nice house. My kids are happily playing in the backyard. In a little bit, my husband, the man who has my whole heart and is so careful with it, will get home from his successful, well-paid job. I sit here, and even though my body is capable of doing everything it needs to, and as I sit in the middle of all these blessings, in the middle of all this happiness, I feel negative. I think negative, and it consumes me until I am negative. Here are the thoughts, so maybe they won't be trapped inside. I am lazy. I need to work out. I need to want to work out. Even if I wanted to work out, I have so much I need to get done. Still haven't gotten the trampoline fixed or fixed Iron Man for Anthony or cleaned out the garage. I'm hot, but too lazy to turn on the fan. The fan is on now. I couldn't accept that as truth. Back to my thoughts. Forget the garage. I haven't fed my kids dinner or even eaten dinner, even though it's ready. Who makes dinner but is too whatever to feed it to her kids? Again, where is my motivation? Where is the doer in me that I know and love? Am I just finding stuff to be unhappy with? Am I actually unhappy? And what I want is for change to happen without putting in the effort to make it happen. Can't seem to focus even enough to get out any more thoughts. My mind is going a million directions at once. I have to take control. I have to fix this. Please, God, help me fix this. Is this depression? Should I be on meds? Or is this life and I just need to get to work? Why am I so the opposite of me? Tired, lazy, unmotivated, all over the place, lack of drive. The me I know is a doer. I like getting things done, working, working out, playing with my kids. I like things to be clean and organized. And you guys, that's where I stopped. I hesitated to share this, partly to protect myself, but mostly because this was my thoughts this one time. Everyone's will look different, and another time, might be, mine might be completely different. I also don't want you to think, okay, Haley, but all of your problems were made up. You said yourself, you live in a nice house, have a great husband who has a job, you have happy kids, your life is great. But my life sucks. I don't have all of that. So my depression is a realistic depression. Dr. Burns says there is in fact no such thing as realistic depression. He says we have to draw the line between healthy sadness and depression. The distinction is simple. Sadness is a normal emotion created by realistic perceptions that describe a negative event involving loss or disappointment in an undistorted way. Depression is an illness that always results from thoughts that are distorted in some way. Sadness involves a flow of feelings, so it has a time limit. It never involves a lessening of self-esteem. Depression is frozen. It tends to persist and reoccur indefinitely and always involves a loss of self-esteem. He talks about two different types of depression. One, when it's obvious to see the stress that triggered it, and one, when the symptoms seem to come out of thin air. Both, he says, are caused by the same thing, distorted negative thoughts. So you can see what I shared, I was experiencing the second, but neither is more real than the other, and both can be overcome. That leads me to my last suggestion to help us get out of the pit. That is music. This is one that can be helpful or harmful. A couple of things. If you use music to help you feel your feelings and then get them out and move on, that's great. But if you aren't careful, music can keep you in the feelings when you would be ready to move on. So play, pay close attention 
to your feelings and then change your music accordingly. The other way music can be harmful is by using it to be numb. If you use it to numb your feelings, that can also end up keeping you in the pit longer than you would be. The feelings are strong, intense, and sometimes seem unbearable, but numbness is not your friend and in the long run makes it worse. So if you find yourself in the pit of despair or sliding down the side, or, if you, or even if you don't struggle with depression and you just find yourself in a down, try these. Label what it is. Label your feelings. Make a connection and really maybe try making a connection in each of the categories, spiritual, social, and therapy. Write it out. Talk it out with someone. Listen to music. Whatever you do, fight the numbness and work hard to figure out what the distortions are. Be patient with yourself as you work through the process and make your way out. The best thing about making it out isn't that you will never be in again. It's the growth that you've experienced from the process. This is what keeps me going. This quote from the Feeling Good book. Depression has no adaptive or positive function whatsoever and represents one of the worst forms of suffering. Its only redeeming value is the growth you experience when you recover from it. So since first writing this out, I have come off of the mudslide and I am standing on solid ground. How did that happen? Well, this time it was a little bit of everything, but mostly social connection. I had a few opportunities to go out with friends. Most of them I wanted to bail on, but I didn't. And going helped. And then I had a friend reach out to me and tell me she was thinking about me. She's dealing with her own stuff, but in the middle of her trial, she reached out to me on the mudslide and pulled me back towards solid ground. I also exercised, spent time listening to uplifting talks, blasted gangster rap. That's my go-to, gotta kick this feeling kind of music. Don't get me wrong, I spent a little time trying to eat it away in chocolate, numb it away by losing myself in TV and ignore it by pretending it wasn't there, but none of those things helped. I hope that you never find yourself in the pit of despair. But if you do, I hope that you try these things and you fight your way out so that you can leave the darkness, the depression, saying... They made it out? Inconceivable!